And welcome inside Flames TV post game live and uh, we are on the air for the first game of the season the home opener and it is a victorious one for the Calgary Flames their first victory in a season opener in 12 years and uh, off and running is this season as uh, we welcome in uh, Ryan Dietrich here on the post game show and uh, new faces uh, new opportunities here tonight <laughs> and uh, I would say a pretty good result all things considered. Yeah absolutely I mean number one you come in and knock off the Stanley Cup champions in night one of the season so obviously that's a, a bit of a feather in your cap but uh, you said it there I think both of us just sort of mesmerized at times with some of the new guys 52 and 10 out there just uh, doing some pretty incredible things with the puck and yeah. I know we're going to talk more about that as the show goes on here but you go through the highlights it seemed that at every step of the way they had a uh, you know a finger on the pulse and a you know, a little bit of an impact in, uh, you know, the offense, but also the defense as well. So all across the table, really impressive performance. Well, let's take a look through the highlights if we can here. We'll uh, expecting to see some uh, guests here on the postgame show as we normally do. We'll hear from head coach Terrell Sutter, but also uh, going to anticipate seeing uh, a player join us right here on the desk as well. And let's uh, start it off in the first period. It was a goal by Bowen Byron that gets things started. Uh, he's his first goal of the season and it is uh, kind of a loose puck in front but ends up finding it beats Jacob Marshall. Yeah, a tough way to start there but Bull Byron, big body, you know, he kind of stays with the puck there and you'd prefer to see someone take the body but, you know, again, that's a good player making a good play, staying with the puck when it looked like all the all was lost there for a moment. Well, before the end of that first period, uh, nice little play down low. It is uh, Milan Lucic setting up Brett Ritchie. He's got his first and it was 1-1 after that. Yeah, great feed from Lucic but again, this is Mackenzie Weger and sort of a sign of the things that we're going to see over the next nine years. Coast to Coast creates a chance there in front, sets up the pass for Lucic. So the second period in its uh, shorthanded situation here, Dylan Dubé comes off the ball and then ends up keeping, shooting, and scoring and uh, makes it 2-1. And guys, maybe we'll get back to the highlights in a second as we get Tyler Tafoli joining us on the desk here uh, as Flames Post Game Live. And uh, we'll welcome in uh, Tyler. Uh, first of all, first game of the season, obviously uh, you want to get off to a good start as always is the approach. Uh, what did you make of uh, night number one here for yeah, your group? We, uh, we wanted to come out and, and have a good start, obviously. Um, them playing last night, too, we wanted to jump all over them. And thought we did a really good job. And um, I mean, although they scored the first goal, we, we, we stuck with it and um, kind of rallied off some goals there. Yeah, we've talked so much about chemistry uh, throughout training camp and obviously some new line mates for you and uh, a lot of anticipation seeing what Jonathan Huberto will be able to do in his debut. What was it like with him out there in regular season action? Yeah, I'm sure all the fans would have liked if I put that uh, <laughs> that in the first shift there, but the early uh, <laughs> no, it was good. I thought we had some good opportunities and I think um, a little bit in the second and third, we tried to get a little too fancy and um, turn it over a little bit. And um, I think that's something that we're going to be able to work on and just keep uh, keep getting better. Well, and nice, I would assume, just to, you know, we've talked about power play and to be able to go with two consecutive <laughs> ones. I know you get a little pain for uh, a, an extra gain there in terms of the power play. You've had actually some flying objects early on this season yeah. around your face, but take them if you get the goals, <laughs> I guess. Eh? Yeah, no, I thought we uh, we moved it well the uh, the first opportunity we, we got in the first, and um, eventually it was going to come. I thought, you know, even in the preseason, we had some good looks too, so. It was nice to uh, see a couple go in there for us. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously no concern when, you know, your power play maybe at times wasn't looking as sharp as you wanted it to be in the preseason. But you guys clearly, over the past few days of practice, were spending a lot of time on this. Just a matter of time for you guys? Is that the mindset? Yeah, I think uh, the power play and penalty kill are, are two things that win you games. And um, I think we are a team that uh, is going to take a lot of pride in both. And um, tonight was the first step. Well, last one for you, and that's just uh, to be able to, you know, obviously you saw a push. You kind of knew you were going to get that near the end of this yes. game, but to be able to finish it off the way you did and, and, you know, hold them off, get the victory the way you did. Yeah, their big boys started playing really well and, and uh, got their legs under them and had some really good opportunities. And uh, Marquis stood tall and made some big saves and 
like I said, our, our penalty kill had some good kills there, and yeah. uh, we pulled off the win. Thanks, Tyler. Awesome. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate it, Tyler. So, it's fully joining us here uh, live on the desk. Flames supposed to game live, and we'll uh, jump back into the highlights here as well. We uh, had it there at 2 1, I think, Dylan Dubé, but yeah. uh, we'll also hear shortly hear from Daryl Sutter as well coming up uh, in moments as he makes his way to the post game uh, press conference. Uh, maybe let's jump back in if we can, jump back to the highlights. Uh, I think at 1 point 2 1, Dylan Dubé had the uh, go ahead goal there in that second period, and uh, it was a beautiful finish. Uh, but let's continue on from there, and that's. Uh, more in that second period. This one was a shorthanded situation that leads to a breakaway, and uh, Rasmus Anderson telling us they had a little conversation <laughs> in the penalty box, but makes good on a beautiful finish there in tight. Yeah, you said there you got a little bit of uh, co-counsel on that play. That's good because over the past few days we shall, saw a little bit of uh, shootout practice. I don't remember seeing that move in Rasmus Anderson's toolkit, but sure worked in game action there. Yeah, beautiful uh, job there by Rasmus. It's uh, his first, and then Tyler Toffoli, as we talked about on the power play, the high stick from Kale McCarr, but is able to finish off the heist uh, before the high stick uh, catches him, and uh, really nice redirect on the Nazem Kadri pass. Yeah, and as we talked with Tyler there moments ago, a lot of focus on Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger, but good to see Nazem Kadri get his uh, fingers on the offense here tonight as well. So, and uh, it would continue on from there as that power play that comes from the high stick leads to this goal and a finish here by Elias Lindholm and uh, a nice little setup by Jonathan Hubert. I, this is just ridiculous. I think you and I were sort of marveling at the fact that, you know, you have the physical skills to even execute a pass straight across in tight in your body like that. But the fact that he does it in a no look fashion, just truly impressive. But the uh, push, as we talked about with uh, Toffoli and uh, they saw it from Nathan McKinnon here streaking in and uh, this would make it a 5-2 game at this point and you know nice stretch there uh, finished off nicely and tight and Nathan McKinnon's got his first of the season second point of the game yeah and you're going to see a ton of that from the Colorado Avalanche they don't need much to create offense and last year explosive third period team Nathan McKinnon he only needs an inch and that's what we saw here power play late for Colorado and uh, Nico Randon who's on a nice little stretch here uh, helping out his teammates his fifth assist of the season but uh, Valerie Nikushkin gets his third goal but that is as close as Colorado yeah. would come. It's a couple of pretty good looks, a couple of good opportunities. But again, yeah. as uh, Tyler mentioned, the PK comes up big as this game wears on. Sure, and even in that third period when you give up a couple, you can't panic in situations like that when a skilled team goes out and does what they do. I mean, Valerian Nechuskin is a what is he, 6'4", 210. I mean, that's a guy who drives the net hard. Uh, you're in position to make a good play, but that's a skilled player getting a perfect feed from Miko Ranton, and sometimes the breaks just sort of go against you that way. We'll uh, hear from uh, head coach Daryl Sutter in just a moment, but first, I think the puck was picked up at the end of the game by uh, Milan Lucic, but it is win number 700 in his regular season coaching career. Moves him into top yeah. 10 in National Hockey League history. We'll see if maybe that's one of the questions posed to the head coach of the Calgary Flames, Daryl Sutter. Let's listen in now. Goal was, was uh, coming out of the box after a kill, so that was a different second period, and I think third period. Uh, you know, they, they turned it up. They're champions for a reason. A game like that against well, it's important not to take bad penalties, and we took two or three that, that eventually one cost you, right? It looked like McKenzie was seeing the ice very well and was really comfortable moving the puck. What did you see out of his game? What's your question? So what did you see out of McKenzie's game? Thought he was good when he had the puck, and he's you know, he's got lots to do in terms of fitting in, in terms of how we check. What did you think of the work of your line with Kadri, Montepane, and uh, I thought they had big effort every shift when they were together. When they were, when they were able to 
get our lines in sync and order a little bit when there wasn't penalties. I thought they were they were clearly our best line. Well, he was really solid. I think made made some big saves for us. Some defensemen scoring on a breakaway. You don't see it very often. Dylan Dubé look more confident to you this season, Darrell. You know, Dylan put a little put a little weight or muscle on whatever you want to call it, and we needed him to be firmer in battles and play a little bigger this year in order to take a bigger role and. And I think he's showing that in spurts and training camp. Tonight was tonight was a good game for him. That, that play that he scored the goal, you know, maybe younger Dubé might pass that, but maybe he's taking charge a little more. Well, our mentality as a team is is shoot first. So, you know, he's been here with that mindset for a couple of years. So please, you know, he's coming off a good year. We scored. His best year goal wise, so now if you get more opportunities, then you should get a few more goals. Darrell, we've talked so much about those three new guys. Just in terms of their comfort, how significant is it that they all wind up on the score sheet tonight? Well, I think they're on it because of power play, right? Other than McKenzie. I think I think Naz and Jonathan were power plays early together in the third period there. So I think five and five, they got lots of work to do. It's not just about score sheet. It's just about score sheet. And if we lost 6-5 night, them guys were on the sheet, which could have been the score. So then you'd say they got their point. Well, that don't work very good. There's only 11 coaches in this league who have won 700 regular season games. Does that mean something to you? Yep. It means a lot. It means coached four good teams. There you go. See, uh, just briefly at the end, uh, win number 700 in the uh, coaching career of Daryl Sutter, at least in terms of regular season. And he'll also uh, tell you that uh, it does speak a little bit to uh, the playoff record as well, and that uh, is a separate category. But uh, it'll pick up with the conversation. We'll hear from a couple guys in the locker room here coming up in just a moment uh, too. But, you know, uh, I mean, power play obviously clicks, but maybe just thought uh, on what you heard there from from Daryl and uh, specific to number 29 here in Dylan Dubé. Yeah, I mean, you and I have been uh, watching him pretty closely over the past few weeks here at training camp. I mean, it's kind of the same old story with Dylan. Very few guys work harder than he does at practice. And even yesterday, just watching him, you know, him and Andrew Mangiapane at the end of the practice, putting in the time, getting their shots dialed in. Kind of joked with him at one point that his shot was looking in mid-season form, and he just sort of barked back that, yeah, maybe in practice, but, you know, hey, sometimes it takes the games to prove it too. And it's good to see him get rewarded for this because he's put in the work to get here. He's getting a bit more of a premier opportunity at this point too, skating in a top six role. Some new line mates as well in Nazem Kadri to be able to find chemistry with, but we're seeing it early. We saw it in some of the preseason games, and to see it, early in the season because we know it was a bit of a slow start for him last year that's key he's a player that thrives on confidence and to get the ball rolling early can only be good things for him moving forward yeah no question about it and uh, the offense spread kind of throughout the lineup here tonight and uh, as heard from there uh, with Daryl you know power play clicks yeah. penalty kill uh, kind of all areas and uh, obviously we get another opportunity to see it in action here on the road but uh, we have a couple of guys in the locker room there guys we all right uh, let's uh, join now uh, it Mackenzie Weger, hear from him post game in the uh, Calgary Flames locker room. That was great. Uh, the electric in there. Exactly what uh, I think we knew we were expecting. So that uh, first period was awesome, and the uh, whole game is just uh, it's nice to have that, uh, you know, all that excitement and gives us some momentum. What was the adrenaline like for you tonight? 
Yeah, there was some, there was some nerves, good excitement, uh, but I was, I felt so in the moment, and uh, these guys did a great job, you know, uh, keeping me calm, and we were, we worked hard all week, and we were prepared, so it calms my nerves a little bit. It's one thing to look at this game from the outside and say, you get the win, you kind of contributes, and feels good about it. What are your takeaways from this one? Yeah, I think there's definitely some things to work on. Um, obviously, our PK came up big there in the second period, and then the power play in the third period. But I think five on five, there's definitely some things to work on and improve on. It's a good team over there. And I think when it was 5-1, we kind of thought uh, we were just going to take it over, and that was going to be the game. But uh, we got to you know, never get satisfied and play hard the whole, whole 60 minutes. When you guys were at your best tonight, what were some of the things we saw that need to kind of be hallmarks of this team? Uh, you know, second quicks in the D zone. I think, you know, we kill plays fast. Second guy gets in there, makes the ne next play quick. And then we get on the attack, and uh, then we just hound pucks in the, in the O zone, make quick plays, get pucks in the net. Is it funny how things work? Obviously, debut for a bunch of you guys. You get on the score sheet, yeah. Jonathan gets on the score sheet. Yeah, I mean, and, and the win. Yeah, I think the, the win's the most important part. Uh, I don't think Johnny and, and I care too much about uh, the score sheet as long as we get the win. Um, you know, I think all guys, the, the whole team battle tonight, I think Kenny and uh, Andy did a great job with their top dogs. So they, they, gets, uh, they deserve a lot of credit. So uh, it, was a, it was a good game, you know. We, we're satisfied with the win, but there's still a lot of things to work on. You mentioned the nerves. Did you feel right about, you know, the pairing and just that comfort level? Yeah, I think Tanny's, uh he's a warrior. Uh, he's really easy to play with. He's intense. Um, but, you know, I, I was I was... I was actually pretty calm. I was actually, for uh, a nervous guy at times, uh, I felt I just felt in the moment and just kind of had fun with the game. And I was, you know, it was a long off season, um, and we were just. I think Johnny and I and uh, Nas, a couple of the guys were just. We wanted this game one to happen a, a lot sooner. Was this the first time you sent Yeah, that was definitely my first time. I looked up and I saw Andy there, and I was. Uh, it's a shocker, but uh, what a move by him. Uh, and a great, yeah, great finish by him. Can you give your impressions of uh, the Manjapani Kadri uh, Dubey connection? It seemed as if they looked really good tonight. Yeah, the uh, fast line, um, but they're hard on pucks. Uh, they're they're a strong line. They play on top of guys. Um, they work hard in the D zone, and ultimately get they get their chances uh, in the offensive zone. But they they deserve it because they play hard in the D zone. Nice to pick up a win against the defending Cup champs on night one. I imagine. Yeah, I I think I saw a random stat that it's been a while since uh, the Flames won a. A season opener, so I'm happy that uh, we can get that off our box and we can just carry on uh, another 81 games here. Was that stat a little alarming when you saw it? I thought it was. I thought it was shocking, uh, but I'm happy that we, we won. Would you put Raz in the shootout? Yeah, I mentioned it there at the end. Uh, first uh, season opening win in uh, 12 yeah. games for the Calgary Flames, but uh, some of that. Uh, uh, locker room didn't care about that one bit because they haven't been there for any of that history and uh, a number of guys have only been here for a short time of that. Either way, it is uh, in the past and yep. uh, let's focus on, on the guy that we just heard from in Mackenzie Weger and uh, the night that he had his Flames debut and obviously we talk about uh, a number of guys but uh, hear from him there and some excitement, some nerves he talked about but uh, nice night for Weger. Well, like we said, uh, I think he did everything you could possibly ask of a guy making his Flames debut. I mean, this highlight pack shows it perfectly. I mean, th this is what we've come to know at least based on, you know, the scouting report and seeing him in Florida, he's got the wheels, the passing ability, springs Rasmus Anderson on the breakaway with an absolutely gorgeous feed. I mean, those are the things you'd come to, I don't want to say expect, but we kind of knew he was going to have some of that coming in. I think what surprised me a little bit tonight was the physicality. I mean, I think he was credited with three hits, but this isn't a guy who just rubs guys out. He, he hits to hurt guys a little bit and loves to finish them off and put them into the ice and, you know, 
you know, obviously not sending messages. We're not talking about that. But, you know, he's making life difficult on the opponent. He did it all night on a very talented Avalanche team. That's how you have to play them. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, let's go back inside the Calgary Flames locker room and now hear from another fellow defenseman in Rasmus Anderson. It was nice to see the puck went to peak over the shoulder. Was that to see Nas? Was that to see how much time you had? Uh, a little bit of both, honestly. But then I kind of realized that, you know, I was on a clear-cut breakaway. So uh, I probably shouldn't have passed that one. All, <laughs> all three newcomers get on the score sheet and the win. Just your impressions of Nas and Jonathan and Mackenzie? Well, all three really good players, uh, as we knew. And uh, I think, obviously, it's nice for them to, um, to get that kind of, uh, you know, the points or whatever who kind of don't have to think about it as much. And, uh, you know, now we go and um, we still got to play a little bit better, especially five on five, um, you know, towards, um, honestly, from maybe midway through the second to to the third. I mean, our, our special team saved us today. And um, so, yeah, we got to be better five on five. How do you feel about the job? You know, game one gets that team and that assignment. Yeah, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough assignment. Um, as I said, I think in the second period, they kind of started to go a little bit. And, um, you know, they're, they're all really skilled. And um, it's tough every time you're out against them. But um, I, thought we, I thought we did a good job today. And, um, yeah, now we keep building. Any chance you'll let Monty know how to do it on a breakaway? Yeah, no, he, uh, he knows uh, that move. And uh, he skated out to me and said, as if... That worked here too, and uh, but yeah, as I said, it, it was nice to see go in, and uh, I think I had two breakaways last year, and I missed them both. So uh, it's definitely nice to see uh, see go in. Well, as I said, we got to get better. We got to get better uh, five on five, most of, uh, and. Um, you know, once our five on five it gets better, you know, uh, we have a good PP and a PK, and, and now we just build. And um, but our five on five, we got to clean that up a little bit. I thought, uh, as I said, after maybe midway through the second and and the third, they were better than us five on five. And um, you know, um, yeah. But um, it was nice to get a win, and uh, now we go. When the game does get a little bit back and forth and loose, how do you, as a team, how can you prevent that or go back to it being? Well, it's just honestly, it's about the next shift. You know, that's all we can control. And um, you know, we we talked about it. Just have a good next shift, and we'll take it from there. And um, but you know, it's it's a momentum game, and uh, they got momentum after the second one, and definitely after the third one. So we got to push back a little bit. And um, but yeah, you just got to focus on your next shift and uh, take it from there. Raz, after all the talk about what's changed here over the summer, do you feel like this group showed kind of early on what you guys? could be capable of at your best? Um, yes and no. I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like I keep repeating myself. But the 5-on-5, five five, I thought, honestly, wasn't great half the game. And, you know, our first period was really good. We came out and, uh, you know, they get a, their first goal is kind of a lucky balance. They, they um, you know, I, I try to poke check the puck and it hits the shin pad and it, I don't see where it ends up and it's behind me and they score. But even though they, they got the first one, I thought we responded well and, you know, the first period we played really well, and then I don't know if we, I don't know if we sat back a little bit after the second and third goal, and uh, you know they got a little bit of momentum, and um, but yeah, it's, it was nice to see, you know, the power play get two there, and our penalty, uh, our penalty kill was really good. Daryl hit 700 regular season wins tonight. What are some of the things he does, or any trademarks of his that are different from any other coach you've had? Well, he's he's a really good coach, obviously, but the, the thing with Daryl is, 
he's honest with you and you know if he if he can't handle the truth it's um it's it sucks for you and uh but he's honest with you and he'll he'll tell you straight up and uh, that's the that's the biggest difference i i feel like uh with him and all the other coaches i've had all right, there, uh, there's some thoughts post-game from Rasmus Anderson, and uh, we'll pick up on actually uh, we had the conversation in the second intermission about his goal, and uh, both of them, uh, him and Michael Backlund, were sitting in the penalty box, of course, uh, serving a coincidental and the original holding penalty, and uh, Rasmus Anderson said to me in the intermission that they talked about if he got out and got on a breakaway, what that move might look like, and ironically, <laughs> he gets the breakaway, and it looks like this, and uh, whatever the uh, conversation was like, maybe a silent assist we'll give Michael Backlund because... Uh, <laughs> He finished it off beautifully, and then after you can even see as he went, uh, skates to lead the line across the bench, he gives a little uh, wave back over to Bax to say, yeah, that's what we talked about right there. So <laughs> good stuff from uh, Rasmus Anderson and Michael Backlund, and uh, nice finish there by Rasmus. Yeah, great stuff, actually, and hat tip to Flames PR as well, talking about the fact that because there were coincidental penalties on that play, the Flames actually had the choice of whether it yes, was yeah. Anderson or Michael Backlund that was going to come out of the penalty box first. Talk about... I don't know, I was going to say high risk, high reward, maybe a little bit more credit to Rasmus Anderson's offensive abilities, but hey, it sure worked out, and yeah, that little wave back to the penalty box is pretty classic, that's Yeah, for sure. it was great, and uh, yeah, my partially got McKinnon in there as well, so Backlund and McKinnon uh, waiting in the penalty box for that next stoppage. Uh, either way, it worked out in their favor. Calgary Flames pick up the 5-3 victory, and the season is off to a successful start, but uh, far from over, as we know, game one of 82 down and still... 81 more to go, the next one being up in Edmonton on Saturday night. We know the test, the tough test continues. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it leading into this game, the defending Stanley Cup champions, obviously tough travel for them as they come in here in the wee hours of the morning. But, uh, you know, you got another good one on Saturday too. Yeah, you know what? I think this actually goes back to the Dylan Dubé comp you know, conversation about building early confidence. I think especially for a team that, you know, has had the amount of turnover, especially in the premier positions we're talking about, I think it's really important for this team to get off to a good start this year. You don't want to fall behind early and start fighting it and maybe having to answer some of the tougher questions that would come in a situation like that. So to start off with a win and, like you said, go in and that's a bit of the lines down on Saturday as well, so that's going to be a tough match. But it's exactly what this team wants. It's exactly what they need as well. They said they want to go and face the adversity early so they know what they're made of. Well said, and uh, we'll turn our attention to uh, the next home game for the Calgary Flames after that, and it'll be right back here at the Scotiabank Saddledome on Tuesday, October 18th, the start of an eight-game homestand for the Calgary Flames, a busy month of home action with the Calgary Flames on Scotiabank Saddledome Ice. But a nice debut for the three new guys all on the score sheet and a nice open to the season for the Calgary Flames picking up a 5-3 win over the visiting Colorado Avalanche. And uh, they do so. Now on to the road. It's the Edmonton Oilers coming up on Saturday. Look forward to seeing you right back here at the Scotiabank Saddledome on Tuesday night to welcome back.